The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. What a massive week it has been and it's only just started. One of the things that we get to talk about this week is the Community Christmas Day lunch. It's back here in the Blue Lake City. Christmas Day. KD has all the details. KD, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you going? Yeah, good. I am super excited that the Christmas lunch is back. How many people do you serve Christmas lunch to each and every year, KD? Last year, it was 170 meals prepared. And I'm expecting more this year because of our uh, economic status. Yeah, between 170 to 200, I think, this year. How are the preparations going? Do we know what's going to happen for lunch this year? Yeah, they're going fantastic. Uh, Matter of fact, we'd normally be calling for volunteers, but now we're saying, no, we can't have any more. We've got all our volunteers, and uh, they are so thrilled to actually be part of it. We've got Carrie Merritt, who'll be doing the uh, all the chef work with a couple of uh, helpers in the kitchen, and Carrie's well-known around Mount Gambier, uh, does a fantastic job. We'll have some transport if people uh, desperately need to be uh, assistance to get there in the form of uh, a bus and taxis. Three-course meal, as normal, there's no charge. All we need uh, is a smile on the volunteers and uh, produce a smile on our guests. So we're looking forward to December the 25th. It is going to be sensational. How can people go along and be part of the Community Christmas Day Lunch? Just contact me, 0418 840 947. Uh, contact me. Uh, we'll have some gift bags for people at the end and donations for those gift bags, especially if they're toiletry items and uh, daily essential needs, can be made from December the 1st, either at the Bendigo Bank and we thank Emma Horrigan for her assistance there, or at the Mount Gambier Golf Club out on Atamara Road. Some people are just so fantastic, Ewan. They do their, their weekly or monthly shopping, and they buy a couple of items just for the, uh, the gift bags as well. We just got to thank the community. They're fantastic. We truly do live in an amazing part of the world. And to all the volunteers and everybody who has donated for the Community Christmas Day lunch so far, a big thank you from all of us. Now, talking about things that are coming up in the lead up to Chrissy. Late night shopping is back and it's time for me to find out all about it. Sharon joins me from Bear Necessities. Sharon, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? Yeah, good, Sharon. We want a whole heap of businesses across the Blue Lake City to register and be part of this shopping event. We certainly do, Ewan. Um, great, great concept coming up from the Chamber of Commerce and local businesses. Um, just be so good to get some more businesses on board so that we can make it a spectacular wrap-up for Christmas. Now, what sort of businesses are we looking for? Are we looking for anybody who would like to be involved in an epic Christmas shopping experience? Absolutely. So the idea, Ewan, for my concept of how it would work is to have every business that we possibly can, retail, hospitality, service-based, on board, the more shops that are open, the more people that can come out and shop locally, and uh, so and get get on board. So a big shout out to all the business owners in town. Um, how can they get involved and jump on board with the Chamber of Commerce? Okay, they can go on to the Chamber of Commerce Facebook or Instagram, follow the link, sign up. They can pop in and see myself at Bear Necessities. I think Wendy Richardson at Red Gum is able to point people in the right direction. Um, or just contacting the Chamber of Commerce members. It's as easy as getting on to the link, signing up, paying the participation fee, working out what discounts you want to give to customers on the night, and you're on board. 
Now, Sharon, talking about discounts, we all want to save money at the moment. When is this shopping event going to take place? So the shopping event exclusive night for the wrap-up will be Wednesday the 6th of December and it will start from 5 o'clock and finish at 9, so you'll have plenty of time to shop. Sharon, I cannot wait for it. Late night shopping, coming back to Mount Gambia, right the way across the Blue Lake City. It's all going to happen on the 6th of December. I cannot wait till we can tell people more about what's going on. That'll be awesome, Ewan. I'm so excited to be opening my store along with lots and lots of businesses in Mount Gambia to let people shop locally and uh, save some money ready for Christmas. Now, from late night shopping to sports facilities here in the Limestone Coast, now recorded one step closer to getting a sports centre. Bringing it to fruition in the Limestone Coast, Patrick Ross is the Mayor of the Narracoot Listendale Council and he's got all the details for us. Patrick, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. Hey, Patrick, there is a whole lot of news about the Narracoot Sports Centre. It's a step closer to uh, coming to fruition. What's going on? Well, the uh, current council has been deliberating for many months now, and finally we've come up with a a couple of options for the community. We've taken so long, Ewan, because we needed to really work out what it would actually cost uh, our community in in rates uh, and over the term of the loan. So it was really important we don't see any have any surprises for our community and blowouts at the end of the end of the build if and when it uh, actually occurs. So Patrick, what are we going to see in the Narracourt Sports Centre? So there are a couple of option, options being put forward Ewan, um, one option is an $8 million project which would have two standalone basketball stadiums uh, or basketball courts with a community function room, kitchen canteen, offices and change rooms. And so basically uh, those courts uh, would be available for netball, you know, volleyball, badminton, those sort of things. Option two is a $35 million build, two-storey complex, uh, four multi-use courts, new change rooms, umpire facilities. These are up to sort of SA, NFL standard, would be good for, uh, um, perfect for women's football. Five new squash courts, and one would assume they'd have movable uh, walls between them so they could actually play double squash, canteen, admin, uh, lift upstairs viewing areas, the full nine yards really when it comes to a sporting facility. So that would include football, uh, netball, tennis, basketball, squash, all under one roof. Patrick, they are two fantastic suggestions. Obviously, it's now down to the public of the Narracourt Listener Council to decide what they would like to see council do. Yes, it is. And so uh, it's out to community consultation. Um, we've had, so they can go on to the Your Say uh, website and fill in there. They can also pick up hard copies from the council chambers or the Narracourt Library or the Narracourt Visitor Centre. Uh, we've already had two drop-in sessions uh, last Thursday. Another two drop-in sessions uh, on the 30th of November and they can continue to uh, put submissions into council 
uh, up until the 12th of December. And so they, that's how they can have their say. And if they think that, you know, the rates for, you know, the rate increase, for example, Ewan, for a, 30, for a $35 million build over 15 years would increase the rates by 10.5%. If you think that's too much, uh, it's time to uh, speak up. Patrick, I know you're the mayor, but have you got a preference in the two uh, the two options from council? <laughs> I don't get a vote, Ewan, and <laughs> I must admit uh, that's a great question. Um, Ewan, if you actually, for me, it would be uh, having a long-term view. We're looking to grow our town. We're looking to grow our population. We need to have um, fit-for-purpose you know, sporting facilities into the future, even if the council and the community decided on a $35 million build, it'll then take, it'll be, take at least five years to pull it all together uh, before there'd even be, you know, foundations built. So whatever the situation, it's still a long-term build to get uh, both the federal and state governments on board with funding. So... Who knows? Uh, whatever the, co the community decide, it, it will be a long-term project uh, and hopefully uh, we can pull it off. Patrick, I cannot wait to talk more about it. It is a sensational uh, development for the Narracourt Lucendale Council. I've been watching since it was first proposed. Thanks for joining us this morning and talking about it. Great, Ewan. Bye. Patrick Ross, the Mayor of the Narracourt Lucendale Council, talking about the Narracourt Sports Centre, a step closer to coming to fruition. Now it's time to talk about weekend events, and this weekend the truck show is going to be absolutely massive. Aaron has all the details of what's going on and, of course, how we can be part of it. G'day, Aaron. How are you going, Ewan? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, tell me all about the truck show and uh, well, how it's all going to kick off because there's going to be a fantastic parade through the Limestone Coast. That's correct. So we start in the morning at uh, Panola with a truck convoy. So we all meet up there and we uh, get organised and we have a convoy from Panola down through uh, the towns to Mount Gambia. And then when we hit the mount, we uh, come through town and uh, head out to the showgrounds. And um, yeah, and then once we're at the showgrounds, um, we uh, park all the trucks up um, on display for the public to come and look and uh, then enjoy a, a day of family fun. Aaron, we have a fantastic uh, trucking community here in the Limestone Coast. We have an incredible array of amazing vehicles. It's an opportunity to not only showcase what happens here in the Limestone Coast, but to raise money for a great cause. That's exactly right, Ewan. So the, everything we do for the truck show, uh, we're a totally non-for-profit organisation, and all the money we raise, we give back into the community, um, into local Limestone Coast um, charities um, to help people in need and um, to really put back into the community, which, um, you know, if, if it wasn't for the community, we wouldn't have such a big show to start with. And Aaron, it's not a small chunk of change that you guys are talking about either. You have given away a whole load of money to, uh, to worthy charities across the region. That's right. I think last year we gave away somewhere in the vicinity of about 13 grand. So hopefully this year we can uh, uh, exceed that and uh, give away a little bit more. So, um, I mean, we just love putting the show on just so we can give give this money back to the community. Aaron, what time is the convoy taking place, first of all? So the convoy leaves Panola at 8.45am and then we travel down to Mount Gambia, get to the showgrounds, and then by the time we park up, the grounds open for the public to enter at 10.30. Aaron, it is going to be a sensational event. I cannot wait to be part of it. Cannot wait to, uh, to see the trucks rolling down the highway on Saturday morning. Thanks for dropping by for a chat. No worries. Thanks, you, and we look forward to seeing you there.